Hello. Welcome to Rock'em Sock'em Sports. This is our first episode. I'm your host, Anthony Meislewick, and we are going to be talking about things that I love, things that I'm passionate about, which are sports. I love to watch, love to play, and hard rock music. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that intro. It was from a band called Just Hunted. The uh, song was called Attack for Life. It is a band that I uh, used to be in, and um, I figure I could play their music because it's mine. Uh, I don't have to worry about any copyright issues. So you will probably hear more of them as the episodes go by. Um, but let's get right to it. Um, today's episode has to do with the NFL, uh, a sport that I really love watching. And I, I keep wondering year after year, why are coaches trying to score when the game is essentially over? I'm talking about the team that's losing. They're losing like by three or four touchdowns, and they're running their team out there, and there's only a couple minutes left, and they're, they keep running these plays. I'm like, it's the NFL. At any moment, somebody could get injured. They could be done for the season. It could actually be done for their career. It's like, what's the point? So that's what I'd like to debate. You know, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I, was, I was obligated, felt strongly about talking about this because I had a bet on the game last night I was watching, the Green Bay San Francisco game. I had a three-way parlay. All I needed was the under to come in. And yet San Francisco, who is down 34 to 10, is still trying to score a touchdown. Yeah, and I'm like, what's the point? We're inside two minutes. All you have left is a chance to get somebody injured. So let's talk about the, the pluses and minuses here. Let's actually have a little debate about it. Um, the one thing that occurs to me is you got a chance at working on your two-minute drill. Very important. If you get good at the two-minute drill the way Green Bay is, the way Aaron Rodgers is, the way... Tom Brady is, uh, you have a chance of having a very successful football team. So from that standpoint, I could understand why you would want to keep working it at the end of the game. I mean, there is some sense to be said for that. Uh, the other thing that comes into my mind is there is some sort of tiebreaker in the NFL. Um, you know, come playoff time, uh, point differential or total point scored or something like that certainly comes into play. Has it ever came up? Has any team ever made the playoffs because of the point differential? I honestly have no idea. And if San Francisco gets in the playoffs this year because of those seven points they scored the other night, then I'll come on this podcast and say, sorry, San Francisco, you did the right thing. Uh, but those are the only two things I could think of at this moment is, you know, the two-minute drill and the tiebreaker. On the other hand, I keep asking myself, why are teams doing this? At any moment in any game, in a split second, somebody's career could be basically ruined. It's a very, very physical sport. And people get injured all the time. Do you really want to take a chance with your players Ruining the career on a game that is gone? I mean, the other night it was 34 to 10. With less than two minutes to go and San Francisco's got the ball. And they're still trying to score a touchdown. I mean, if they were within two scores, 
I get it. Two scores, you score, you kick an onside kick, you're going. This is three scores. It was 24 points. It's three scores plus, you know, two points, two points, two points, you know. Um, it, it, it just it it just didn't make sense to me. And they're running these plays, and I'm thinking, what are they doing? They already are so short-handed. Have you seen San Francisco's lineup lately? Backup quarterback. Third and fourth string running backs. Uh, no wide receivers. George Kittle is out. They've got nothing. They're decimated, and they keep running these players out there to run this two-minute drill. Just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Maybe they don't care about these players. Maybe they're thinking, these aren't our guys anyway. Let's get them injured. But I'll be honest with you, even if it was their main guys, they put a pride in doing the same thing. Why would you want to get somebody injured in a game that is gone? You have lost already. That's where I stand on that. It doesn't make sense to me. And what do they do? They get their quarterback drilled. He got nailed. Head-to-head shot. I actually jumped up because I thought I was going to win my under at that point. But then here comes the penalty flag, right? And their quarterback looked rocked. I don't even know the guy's name, but he I thought he was going to be done. But he got back in there, and now instead of being on the 40 and the game's over, at that point I know that that sack happened, this game was going to be done. But they throw the flag, and all of a sudden the coach is all like, hey, let's go for another touchdown instead of just downing the ball. What's the difference? You know, Now you're going to take another chance on getting your guy injured. So that's where I stand on that. They, they, they wound up scoring with four seconds left. They call a timeout in the process at one point. And I'm just shaking my head. Knew I was going to lose my under bet. Very frustrated about that. But so be it. Um, you know, you bet, you win, you lose. But why are you risking this? If this was my favorite team, you know, I'm from the Midwest. I'm a Chicago Bears fan. If this was my favorite team, I'd be like, just take a knee, get it over with. Don't take a chance on getting anybody injured. You know, to be honest with you, on that second to last play, when I was watching it, their running back looked like he injured himself. And I'm going, well, there you go. He just blew it. The guy did get up, actually did score a touchdown. But for a moment there, it didn't look good for this guy. So, um, you know, wondering what's the point of doing this. So I don't know what side you fall on. But um, I clearly, obviously, fall on just the game's over. Take a knee, finish it up, and go on your way. The worst part, though, the part that I haven't let you in on yet. So you obviously know I lost my parlay bet. But here's the other half of this. I bet my dad every single game, every year in the NFL. He picks a team. I pick a team. You know, we go back and forth. If, if he's picking a team, I get the other one. And then we also bet one over and one under. We bet a buck a game. It's just a lot of fun. We like to razz each other. The worst part is, is I had the under against my dad as well. So now I know the next time I see him, I'm going to have to hear about how he was so lucky and so excited to win that game against me. You know, it's not so much about the dollar. It's about, you know, giving each other a little bit of business. So um, not looking forward 
to hearing from my dad on that one. Again, though, anytime you're betting, you know, you'll win some, you'll lose some. Uh, so that's where I'm at on that one. All right, so I guess enough of that. Um, next subject, I'll be brief. Uh, I like to golf. And uh, I went out to a local nine-hole course. It's just a par three, longest holes, only about 215 yards. And the reason I bring this up is about golf etiquette. Uh, you know, I got out there. We're having some nice weather here in the fall. Uh, weather was in the 50s the other day. It's now in the 70s. But in the 50s, I got out there, and I was pleasantly surprised to see basically no one's on the course. I could see a threesome all the way out on hole number five. I'm like, fantastic. Nobody else is in front of me. So I'm taking my time. I got nobody in back of me. I'm golfing two balls, hitting fairly well, and uh, thinking that this is just going to be a really nice, pleasant round. Well, believe it or not, I caught up to this threesome, who I guess was just having too much fun, goofing around. I caught up to them on hole number six. I had played five holes, and they had played one, basically. And I'm waiting for them on the tee box. They finish up putting. So I tee off. I finish hole number six, and I catch up to them, still standing on the tee box on number seven. And as I'm walking up, then they start walking away. They start walking up the fairway. I'm like, I can't believe they're not going to let me play through. I'm one, they're three. And they're clearly just goofing around. Um, so I decide to play hole number five and six again. Totally kind of goofs up the round. You know, it kind of broke the flow of the game. You know, I'm not even going to keep score on these two holes now. Uh, but I didn't want to be behind these guys. So I played five and six. Get up to seven, play seven. Sure enough, I run into them on eight. They're still on eight. Taking forever. They finish eight. They go to the tee box on nine. I could see them. I could see them swinging the club. They they know how to play the game. They're, it's not like they were first-timers. I could see the waiter swinging. I waited about 10 minutes on the eighth tee box for them to tee off on nine. It was at least 10 minutes. They finally teed off on nine, so I finally teed off on eight. I finish up eight, and I have to wait again on the ninth hole for them to finish up on the green. So all, I'm just bringing this up because, you know, I love the game. Please be conscious of what's going on around you and have a brain. You know, I understand you want to be having some fun, but that was pretty ridiculous. And I thought I'd share my silly little golf story with you um, that, you know, kind of just ruined my round. So anyway, that's all I got for you there. Uh, I hope you join me again uh, when I come to you next time. Don't know what my subject's going to be. I'll be watching football this Sunday. I'm sure something will come up that will excite me, that will uh, give me a little spark, something to talk about, because there's really not much else going on right now. You know, football's the main player at this moment. So anyway, I appreciate you listening. I hope you listen again next time, and have a great day. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.